Hello and welcome to the Love Lisa podcast, where we talk about all things spiritual and self-help. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode where we have Janet. Janet's back. I'm here. She's yes. here. <laughs> um, I felt like... Yeah, I felt like I well, welcome back. Thank to this you. Episode. Thank you. I know. I feel like it's been forever since yeah. we did anything together. I know. Life's been crazy. You have it a baby is. now. I know. I have a lot of like other other things to do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. takes your family your family jumped by thirty three percent. True. <laughs> That's a lot uh, of stuff to take in. It is. <laughs> There's been a lot of shifts and a lot of changes and um yeah, but I'm happy to have you here, and I knew for some reason that when I, this topic's been coming out so much in my life lately, and I knew that for some reason it needed to be with you that it was discussed, like, oh. like us together, I don't know, there was something there, I was like, okay. True, it's been coming through for me too, <laughs> yeah. so topic of? Shame and yeah. guilt, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's been, it's been prominent in my last, um, I would say two, three, four months. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Ah, I think... I was just reminiscing, not reminiscing, but realizing the other day that it's been my entire life, but that in the last little while, I've been, there's something that's been trying to pull my attention towards that, and I didn't even have that realization until recently how much it's been in my life. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I feel like I, shame is the root of a lot of some of the more, prominent negative emotions that we experience mm -hmm. it's all when you peel back the layers of anger or um what's another like resentment, resentment. Like that kinda... there's something underneath that has to do with shame yeah and when i was still married this was well seven eight ten years ago now i started to realize the connection between how my husband behaved and how I behaved in the relationship and how we came together through the common shame mm. energy. Ooh. Yeah, he expressed it in a completely different way than I did. Mm -hmm. But because we have carried that same underlying emotion of shame of ourselves, yeah. we were able to come together because mm -hmm. we matched each other's like energy. The frequency, yeah. yeah. Yes, I just started to realize too the other day that just like how much that's probably at the root cause of, of so many reactions that we see in people and so much um of what we do like when we sit here and we try to analyze why somebody reacted a certain way or like what's wrong with them like you know you sit in that moment when you're hurt or you're upset by somebody and you sit there and you want to understand why they did that and I started to realize that a lot of what it is is just maybe a shame that they carry. And it just expressed in a way that confused me because it came off as like anger. Or it came off as like, uh, you know, whatever sort of emotion it came off of. But that at the root cause, it may very well be that they're shamed. They're ashamed of what they're experiencing. Um, the other day... Um, I don't know. Nobody, my family doesn't watch this. I'll just say <laughs> my, my dad expressed something that he um, is shy about. He said something about, you know, like, I don't, I don't want to go to the beach because of this, you know? 
And I said to him, and we were all driving, and I said to him in the car, I said, oh, dad, like, just live your life. You're 75. Like, you're not going to get any younger. Like, just go. It's not a big deal. And he was quiet. And like, to me, I felt like, okay, I'm inspiring him. Like, <laughs> or I'm like helping him. Like, dad, give it up. Who cares? You, you know, live your life. And, but he didn't respond. And I asked Brian later, like, if I did that to you, what, what signal am I sending to you? And he like, why didn't my dad respond the way that I wanted him to, or like see it the way that I wanted Ooh. to? And Brian's like, well, to me, I would take that as that was kind of embarrassing and you're drawing more attention to what I'm trying to avoid or what I'm embarrassed about or what I'm like, yeah. he would have took it a thousand, like not how I meant it. Yeah. So different, but it just made me so aware of like so much more of, um, uh, like the shame that people carry or this embarrassment that people carry um, is, is so strong that like even words of encouragement or what people are trying to express, it's just taken in differently. Totally. Yeah, we all have our own filter and mm -hmm. our own lens that we see the world through. Um, also too, by you rejecting your dad's feeling, mm -hmm. it made him want to reject it rather than like seeing it and looking yeah. at it and accepting it like okay yeah dad dad feels embarrassed going to the beach yeah at this time in his life yeah okay that's all right dad okay when yeah you... so it's so it, wild but, uh, so that comes yeah so that comes back to so if we look at it from your dad's point of view you reflected back at him the same energy <clears throat> that he puts into that feeling mm. because he is ashamed of that feeling. Yeah. And you said something that like encouraged, encouraged that, that feeling yeah. and that emotion to get stored up. Yeah. It's not a big deal. No. <laughs> That's no. basically what I and, said to him. And you, you've worked through a lot of stuff. And yeah. yeah, you say it's not a big deal. Because that's your judgment of what that situation yeah. is. He is saying it's a big deal. Yeah. No, I so, I, yeah. I totally yeah. see where I was I was wrong too. And I think the reason why I think it's not a big deal is because <clears throat> I've worked through so many body image issues that now I actually just don't give a shit. Like I'm like, okay, I'll be roly poly at the beach. Like who who cares? So to me, I'm like, oh, it's no big deal because I worked through it and I didn't realize that. Yeah. Like, well, I just didn't realize in that moment how sensitive that might have been or how, yeah. you know. Yeah, well, and that's our families, right? Yeah. We, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I can be very insensitive to my family. Yeah. Just it, my my young child, Janet, speaks up and says some some pretty dumb things that yeah. I wouldn't say it to somebody else, right? Yeah. I would be more compassionate to Get that person. Get stinger out more yeah. with, with family. Um, But you didn't do anything wrong no. either, right? Yeah. It's, it, you were this is the emotions themselves aren't good or bad mm. they sh point us to an area where we need to look at it because something wants to be addressed if we were had caught that emotion of shame right when he was a real young child when it got implanted yeah in whatever experience it was that that happened we could examine it and look at it and let it go and then it wouldn't recur mm -hmm. um so your reaction to your dad is also a good opportunity. It's not a good or bad thing. No. Well, maybe I'm challenging him to look at that shame. Exactly. Like exactly. Yeah. yeah. I know. I'm not necessarily beating myself up about it. It was 
I definitely part of me did. I felt mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. I felt like, oh, you didn't see this. I didn't way. understand how that might have been different in his head, or you know. Yeah. But at the same time, I probably said it to challenge it, and whether he's going to take that opportunity too. It's you know. Well, and look at we get to talk about it too, right? <laughs> That's and, true. I mean, um, we're seeing it from a different perspective. Your Absolutely. dad is coming across now as more of. He's just a human as opposed yeah. to dad. Yeah. Because we do put our parents on pedestals and it doesn't go away as we get no. older. It gets a little easier to see them as just people mm-hmm. the older you get and you start to look at them that way. But for the most part, we we put our parents on this, well, I don't even know if pedestal is the right word. We have a certain idea of what our parents need to be mm-hmm. based on how we were raised. And it's hard to shake that it and is. see them as people. As actual like humans that make mistakes mm-hmm. and grow and learn as well. Mm-hmm. You kind of have it like snapped in like, I feel like it's freeze framed in like a time when you knew them. Or, or I don't know, I don't know, freeze framed, but they're just, yeah. you think you know them and, and you set this, maybe it's, oh, okay. Maybe it's that you form an opinion about your parents. They're just a harder, uh, oh my God, I'm losing my words, but okay. <laughs> Higher with, meaning coming in. <laughs> yeah. With people. And new people you meet, you're so much more adaptable at learning like their changes. But it seems like with family, you, you they get stuck in a, a way that they are. Yeah. And that's just all you know them is that the way that they, maybe it's when you were growing up yeah. that way. And you've never been able to shift out of that. But I feel like um, other people, we can be so much more accepting of like their quirks and like you know, if they change their idea about this or that, and but with family, it's a lot harder. You know them your whole life, so you've seen them yeah. um, at certain points in their life. You've seen them evolve and change, but we can only see how far they've come based on our perception of who they are. Yes, and there when you, you go. Meet, you said okay, it. Okay, <laughs> that's when, exactly what and, I was trying to say. And when you meet somebody new for the first yeah. time, you have no preconceived no. notions as to what they were like. We live with our family right from the time we are born. Yeah. In our mother's womb before we're even born. You are so so familiar with them. So families are a bit different. So, yeah. It just really made me realize, like, on another level, how strong people's filters are. And how, like, even just bringing this back into the the, the shame and guilt Mm -hmm. that we're talking about. Like, how deeply shame can can impact um, somebody's filter system, especially if it's very strong. It can... Um, you know, even if it wasn't about my dad's beach right. thing, yeah, it's just a there good could example. have been there, it could have been an example, but shame is at the root of it, and shame wasn't necessarily about that. It was about something else, and it just triggers the same emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the idea that so if we go like really big picture, mm-hmm. human, um, how does shame get in? How 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 do we start feeling this shame emotion? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not born with shame no. to start with. We're programmed with it through mm-hmm. energy frequencies. It starts outside of us somehow. Mm-hmm. And the an event, we'll use a young child being, say, reprimanded or um, oh, don't touch that. Mm-hmm. And there's a that emotion of the parent that gets really um, anxious. Mm-hmm. And is something's evoked in the parent startles the child. Their child's energy field expands because all of a sudden there's this they're shocked, or yeah. I guess more contracts. But there's there's like an opening that opens when you're in 
a place of stress and shock that this energy transference happens mm. and then there's this repeated cycle in this well in families where a certain emotion is then constantly uh, reinforced through all different areas mm -hmm. but there's that one instant when that energy got transferred from the parent to the child yeah it was that not good enough it's that judging of the child that's doing something wrong and they immediately suck it all mm -hmm. in and they don't know how to release it no of course yeah and then everything in the environment reinforces that mm -hmm. feeling if you and, carry it yeah. yeah and that's where it's shown up for me with the food right and body yeah. shame yeah and addictions are that it's there's some sort of shame that we're covering up and we don't know how to how to look at it we've been taught so well to use substances yeah, to, to numb to numb mm -hmm. to ignore like, don't look at that bad emotion. It's a bad emotion. Yeah. As opposed to, okay, what happened? How did this, how did this get set up in the first place? Oh, it was my mom at this point. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's how her mom taught her. Oh, so then you start to see how You're the lineage it. of it starts to, yeah, how far back it goes in your family's mm -hmm. system. Yeah. And it ended up with you for you to be able to finally... Finally break look that shit. It. Finally look at it. Yeah. I was thinking too, like, um, well, I have so many, <laughs> that brought up so many things, but I just, I wanted to say that like, cause we're talking about shame and guilt sort of. And I think, I think of guilt as kind of like a useful emotion because mm -hmm. it kind of shows you when maybe you've hurt somebody or maybe you, you know, maybe one of your actions wasn't quite aligned with like who you know, your integrity. You and knew better. You knew better. Exactly. But guilt is like, I feel bad. Um, I, I, you know, maybe that wasn't my best move, but okay, I can try and fix this. I can apologize. I can do something. Whereas shame is like, I'm a terrible person and I always hurt people. Shame is so much more in inward. Yeah. Guilt is like about actions that you might've done. Mm -hmm. And shame is more like inward. I am not good. Yeah, it's who inward, I am. shame is inward focused as opposed yes, guilt to is more out. guilt is the consequence of an action that you yeah. did to someone else. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I like um, that. And I I think it's so wild and it's just something that we haven't learned yet and that's okay. But okay, so you know back when you didn't know anything, right? And maybe you hurt somebody's feelings because you literally didn't know any better, right? And... Instead of, as a child, when you, like, say you, um, like, let's say you hit your brother, okay? No reason, you just smacked him over the head, just for no reason. <laughs> um, and your parent came and ran and said, how dare you do that? That's terrible. Like, you don't hit people. Just shamed, shamed, shamed. Instead of realizing that maybe you just didn't have the resources to handle that situation, you didn't know what else to do, so you smacked him. So we're, we're shaming people based on their, like, we're shaming children when they don't have the knowledge of how to deal. And that's not fair. Um, and if you can look at that and think of yourself almost as a child and when you do something wrong, is it right to shame yourself or is it maybe right to say, how could I have handled this differently next time? What could I do next time? What more resources do I need? Wow. I just smacked my kid. What happened? Should I shame myself for doing that? Probably not, because that's probably going to make it worse. Maybe I should just say, wow, what led me here? So dealing with shame and understanding that shame just perpetuates. 
Yes. It just keeps it going. And it's not helpful and it doesn't actually solve anything. It's recognizing it as opposed to yeah. ignoring it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's taking action steps, catching yourself when you realize that there is a denser emotion, mm-hmm. shame, at play. Mm-hmm. And, then, and when you know better, you do better. Yeah. Good old, <laughs> a good old Oprah Winfrey quote. <laughs> I, I don't know where she got it, but it's very true. Like the best quotes are just like really short and simple. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's also in like shining a light on it. Mm-hmm. It can't darkness can't grow if there's a light shining on yeah. it. And most of these emotions that we experience, we've been trained that we ignore them mm-hmm. and they go away. That's not they want to be recognized for some there's a reason it's popping up. Mm-hmm. And it's not you inherently that's bad or um a shameful being or anything like that. There's a reason these energies pop up to show us something and mm-hmm. we have to talk to them, yeah. ask them. So um, the, what I find so cool about the fact that you wanted to talk about shame and you thought about me is because this is something that's been coming up a lot for me lately. I mm. thought I had dealt with certain layers of it and was able to go past it, but I started a job back in the finance industry that I never thought I'd be back at again, mm-hmm. and I started to f- regress. Mm-hmm. I started to go to my old go-to emotions when I'm under stress, mm-hmm. and I found very difficult to get out of them, and that was bringing me back to think about shame. Mm. So why do I feel so ashamed to talk up? Why do I feel like I'm the problem when mm. I know I'm not. Yeah. Consciously but, or but anyway, logically, yeah. you know. But. So all these emotions started to come up. And I took the time to actually talk to it. Mm. I recognized that it wasn't me because I wasn't... I have learned enough in my journey now to know that all of our soul lights are inherently perfect. Yeah. There is absolutely nothing wrong with us. Yeah. And it's these emotions and energies that get passed around. Mm -hmm. They don't need to be passed around anymore. No. So how do I stop passing this energy around? Because I was picking up on energies of the people I work with. Mm -hmm. But the, what I was picking up, I internalized as opposed to just saying, Oh, Hey, let me look at this. Is Is it mine? mine?" (laughs) I figured some stuff out, but of course it is mine because I took it on. Mm -hmm. So, Asking, sitting down with a pen and a piece of paper and saying, hey, shame, is this I'm listening. What yeah. do you have to share with me today? Mm-hmm. And when I did that, a few other things came up, like mm-hmm. other emotions. And it shows it to me like these, they're like these guardian energies, right? That are protecting the soul light. Mm. Um, but they're also hiding another one underneath that might even be an even deeper, yeah. darker emotion that you're scared to look at. So certain yes. other things come up. And mm-hmm. for me, what ended up coming up was it their filters that actually hide grief. Yeah. And if I were to experience the grief those that would go away. Those would go away. Yeah. But the grief is so intense yeah. <clears throat> that right now Janet's body can't handle it. Yeah. Because even as I'm talking about it, I can really feel the grief wanting to come up. And then I shove it down, right? So I'm shoving down an emotion that wants to have Mm -hmm. some sort of expression, wants to be heard. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about shame, when you're ready, 
ask it what it wants to tell yeah. you and what is it hiding what is it protecting you from and what is it hiding you or hiding within you because mm -hmm. it's it's another energy um belief system yeah and then one probably wants to purge too mm -hmm. yeah i yeah i was thinking the other day somebody posted um a picture of a doll mm. and said what does this inner child do for you or like what does this do for your inner child like what does this make you feel and like you were just saying with that that grief um like how strong and how deeply you all of a sudden felt like I, I was looking at this doll and I could just feel I was excited by it like I was like wow I loved dolls like I was really really into Barbies to like probably you know and this is this is gonna lead back to shame but probably past the age that was appropriate you know like I really fucking loved playing I with played them. with Barbies so yeah. I was at least 14. yes okay so. I'm so happy to hear this because I know that <laughs> and I felt embarrassed yes I hid it I know and and because we felt shame and sometimes for some reason. and I had a boy Barbie and sometimes we had like conjugal <laughs> visits <laughs> yes, okay by the time I was 14 we were doing conjugal visits <laughs> Sorry, okay. Uh, <laughs> but I felt ashamed. Yes. Too. This is making this made me feel this is making me feel so much better because I recently talked to somebody else too that told me that they were like a closet barbier until they were old too. And I was like, mm. okay, but I was I was looking at this doll and I could just feel in the pit of my stomach I felt sick thinking about it. Mm. And I felt like gross or what I did or what I like I didn't even like I look back and it's funny to me because I was doing nothing wrong with Barbies. I was just playing with them. But I remember being of a certain age and that was too old, apparently, uh, in my belief system or whatever got set up. And I was pretending that this Barbie was real and I wanted to take care of it. And I would take it in the bath with me and I would like put it to bed beside me at night. Like I fully was treating it like it was a baby. And in some way, obviously that I needed that or that was healing or that was mm -hmm. doing something. But I felt so gross about it. Like thinking about it now, this is what the realization I was having. I was like, why do I feel so sick about that? Like, why do I feel like I was doing something so wrong? And I, 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 I still haven't found sure the memory that's going to come up about it or what really got set in. But I just realized, whoa, I am carrying a lot of shame for doing something that I needed to do. And like maybe I did play with Barbies too late but maybe because I wasn't ready to let go of that and I didn't know how else to you know I played Barbies to escape my life too yeah. you know it was the only place where I could go for like four or six hours in my bedroom and just be in my own world yeah. you know and it was wonderful and I and and maybe I wasn't ready to let go of that and that's that's okay because I didn't have anybody in my life to say hey maybe we can find this a different way like maybe what you're looking for we can find somewhere else or I didn't know how to process that and, well, and so yeah. just to interrupt <laughs> that age range yeah there's that um physical maturing before our emotional maturity is ready to True. take on and all of a sudden you're seen as a sexual woman yeah and you've got this doll because this is still where you want to go yeah and your environment like your 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 friends your uh, society as a whole, what we see and consume on TV, all advertising is all geared to make you feel ashamed yeah. that you 
want to be this young child still and play with dolls but yeah. hey you look like a woman now yeah you could put on your panties and your bra or like yeah. <laughs> like yeah put on your big girl yeah. stuff and yeah yeah i i just started to to unravel how and i know even one day too this is like and even this i feel like ashamed to like even say it this is so odd but i one time i had a ken and i had a a girl doll and I remember I put them in this like position you know mm. like a sex position and mm. I remember um thinking it was kind of like funny I don't even know what I was thinking but I brought my dad over to show him mm. and I I'll never forget how angry he was and how like he probably like told me like you know he didn't know how to react right yeah. we're not saying this to shit on my dad at all no, this is I just know. the reaction that yeah. a father would have if they see their yeah, my daughter. parents would have done the same yeah, thing he yelled at me took my barbies away put them on top of the fridge i was gross i was so i think that there's a lot that's wrapped up just probably in that moment yeah. and it's funny because i think i even remember being like i feel like this is gonna upset him or like i i remember there was something maybe i was trying to get a reaction maybe yeah, that's totally. part of what it was but yeah. i also matter. just You're like still a kid it's still a kid <laughs> i know and i think that's so so much innocence but i carried that I knew better or that I like you know was gross or there was something wrong with me and yeah so there's a lot tied up in Barbies for me apparently and I well, would then, still love it like I mean I'd still play like I'd have a doll here now like yeah I don't know why are we so against like well and you look at like the classic Barbie I know yeah. they I know it's evolving and they yeah. are changing it but when I was a kid they were blonde haired blue eyed yeah perfect figure yeah I know I know. That was what we aspired to, right? And totally. nobody looks that way. <laughs> no, I did a, I did a, actually did an <laughs> essay on Barbies once because it was just an interesting topic. And apparently if they actually, like if you took those proportions yeah. and put them in like on a, person? A, on a person, like actually to proportion, they'd have like their legs would be like, I think it was like five feet foot tall legs. And then like the torso would be like two feet. And then the boobs, like everything was just, they would literally snap. Like right? it wouldn't work. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. You'd be like eight feet tall too. Like with the, anyway. So. I think it's yeah. funny. Our shame discussion is coming back to um, Barbies. Yeah. <laughs> Barbies. But it's, it's true. Like it's... the, um. The shame and you felt by experimenting and then yeah. being like, that's Just reprimanded. Wrong. Yeah. Give that to me. You yeah. can't play with that anymore. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the, the hiding of it, like, yeah. why do we have to hide? I know. And yeah. it was just, it just so deep. And I felt so sick thinking about it. Like the amount of like nausea that I had. And that's all, you know, just FYI, that something's yeah. big that it's a big emotion is when you feel like it's in the lower chakras. Yeah. And it's like not for me, at least it's like nauseous. You're like, okay, this yeah. one's I'm touching on something. And, uh, yeah. I just imagine how radically different that could have been. Well, yeah. If, if your, if your parent had been trained oh. or raised a different way and you would have went, Oh, well, okay. Well, where did you see something like yeah. that that you know that this is how men and women operate yeah. or can be? Like, and depending on how old I was, and yeah. explaining what that really meant yeah. to what I actually like, do was you, doing. Yeah, so, do you actually understand what you're doing, or are you just <laughs> did you just see a picture yeah. or watch a movie yeah. or like what are we trying to do here? Yeah, yeah. but it would have been <laughs> radically different. But totally, I wasn't we wouldn't to, be here at no. this time doing what we're doing if we had different parents. So <laughs> I was meant to experience that, obviously, <laughs> but. 
that's why I don't even, um, that's what's come down to so much of like my healing is, is knowing that my parents didn't do anything wrong. No, really. they, they did the best they could. They did the best they could. And it turned, it turned me into exactly who I was meant to be. Yeah. Um, and we're meant to be here at this time, who we are. Mm-hmm. There's a reason we're here right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a reason you experienced what you did so that mm-hmm. you can help others with your story. Yeah. There's somebody out there that will listen to this and go, oh, I get it. I wasn't, I wasn't one sick person. for playing. But... I also watched cartoons, like, exclusively oh, to, like, 19. Yeah. I think, like, well, I mean, I've obviously watched other things. But no, like, if I turned on the TV, I went straight to cartoons. They still make me feel good. Yeah. And so there's something in there about... Um, uh, wanting to stay young. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're not wanting to face adult responsibilities. Maybe. Oh, for sure. So yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. Like, it. Yeah. It's not a. But it's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad I thing. I watch at all. cartoons too. Yeah. I don't remember when I stopped watching them, but yeah. No, I think I think around nineteen or twenty, I was like, all right, this. I don't know. Cartoons were changing too. They weren't the same. Yeah. They weren't my like ones I grew up with, and they started to get, and you're like, uh yeah. But even, yeah, no, I I don't as much, I still love a good cartoon every once in a while, but it's not like it was. And and that's because I was working through something and then I was finally ready to, mm-hmm. you know, and who cares that it went longer than mm-hmm. the prescribed normal. I know, that's the I other thing I worked through too. it. So I got over it. All this shame comes from judgment, right? Mm-hmm. It's self-judgment. So somebody didn't like what you did internalized it this judgment inside and all of a sudden you feel ashamed so you're Mm -hmm. ashamed that you don't live up to society's standards of what a person at that age at that age is supposed to do yeah um yeah it's all it all comes down to judging and judging judging externally like yeah um how do i word that yeah just judging externally and then taking it on internally yes does that make sense Oh, for sure. And like, not like, I know we've talked a lot about parents being, you know, but I think school, the school system is a huge shame spiral. Like when we were talking (laughs) earlier, I have this one example too, where, um, I don't like, I did not speak well Mm. when I was a kid Mm -hmm. and we needed to read in front of the class and the teacher would one at a time, everybody read a part of this, whatever it was. So traumatizing to some children when I read. Yeah. And, oh, man, yeah, I was so embarrassed. Mm-hmm. But you had to read through it. Mm-hmm. I know, they made you. They yeah. made you. And I actually enjoyed it, but I know people that, like, oh. Brian has the same thing. He's like, it was the worst thing in the world to have to read in front yeah. of the class. So that could be partly why I shut up, where I didn't yeah. speak as much. Wow, it's just to dive into so much of that stuff, it's, yeah. yeah. I, I know in grade one, I had this core memory. I've actually done a lot of healing about it because I... You know, and again, I probably need to revisit it because every memory that you think that yeah. you heal, it's not. It's yeah. like you did one there's, tiny there's little there. <laughs> of it. But I have this memory of being in, uh, like I, I've said it a million times, school was hard for me. I have a lot. I mean, it was great, but it was also hard. But I have this one memory of being in grade one and we were doing this like art project. Did I already tell the story once? And there Who was, knows? It needs to come up again. So we're good. Yeah, there was a lamb. We were putting like... I don't know. We were making a lamb. I can see it in my head or a sheep, whatever it was. And I got confused. I didn't understand the instructions. And that used to happen a lot to me where I just didn't fully understand. And I called the teacher over to ask her like if what I had done was right. Am I on the right track? And I remember I'm looking up at her and she goes, oh, 
And then she pulls up my paper and holds it in front of the class and says, okay, everybody, please don't do what Lisa did. Uh, and and tells the whole class that I just did something wrong and that we need to not do that. And I remember way to go. being so, so traumatized by that ashamed. moment to be like, I made a mistake. Like, you did it wrong. shit. And you're grade one. You're how old? Like, you're six. six or six or seven. I remember thinking like, I can't make mistakes. Like, that was bad. Yeah. And it's like, oh, make it fucking, sorry. <laughs> make it fucking cheap. Yes. Like, it wasn't a big deal, but yes. how intense that. Don't be creative. No. Don't go outside the lines. Yeah. Well, that's cool a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's getting better, I think. Like, I see it more with, like, my nieces and, and the yeah. school's a little bit more. They're more responsive to the. Um... Different learning styles. and But, yeah, just how a moment like that can just impact your your life like, it does yeah See, you're still carrying it yeah how many years later i know it's, yeah and i you know what's funny it's like the teacher probably doesn't even remember like it's so crazy how it could be so significant to you and just you know somebody else it was just nothing and it was just an off comment that you well know, but what what triggered her to say that to begin yeah. with right probably so she, was having, she was shamed she was having a bad day yeah and she was finally going fucking kids don't listen mm -hmm. don't take instruction and exactly what transferred energetically from her went into you Ooh, yeah because of how she was behaving um he, she was a hard she struggled a lot with me like that particular teacher we yeah. had a lot of yeah because uh, i was harder because i just was you know she Lisa. wanted yeah she just wanted to be the <laughs> primary school teacher. i have grade ones look at all my grades sorry yeah. i'm being judgy right now <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, she was a particularly hard teacher. There was teachers that got me and that really worked with me, but yeah, man, every second year I'd get one that was like, just couldn't, couldn't handle care. the way that I learned and the way that I, uh, focused. Yeah. It was hard for them. I was yeah. just too excited. Yeah. Um, it was just me, but it just, uh, didn't work well for a school environment the way that I, you know, yeah. how excited I was all the time. <laughs> I didn't fit into that mold and. You know, yeah, but it's it's wild how something like that can still well, carries still with be you. with you. So what I was thinking, so to bring it kind of right back out and look at it from a forest point of view, um, what I was contemplating this morning when we were when before I got here, it's like this notion of like our society and how we humans evolve have evolved and how we've created things and. We're getting really, really good at taking care of the human physical body, mm. which is usually the last place disease shows up, right? Because physical is the most dense. Yeah. Um, our mind, we're getting better at learning totally. how to understand how our mind-body connection works. And the fact that we're talking about shame now, we're starting to, as a human society, look at how emotions play a part in who we are. Mm -hmm. And the emotional side of things and the energetic side of things is where most stuff gets started. Mm -hmm. So we're starting to see how we can, because it starts in the energy field, comes in through the head mm -hmm. and gets programmed into the body through the emotional reaction to it. And we're starting to understand the connection between all three of those. Mm. We used to treat ourselves as just a physical just body. Just a physical, yeah. And we've seen like, here, take a pill, that'll fix it. Mm -hmm. We've seen how that's worked. Oh, yeah. So now we've got the idea of like, okay, mental health has become more of a catchphrase yeah. in the last five, ten years than it ever has been the whole time I was growing up. 
and so yeah. people anxiety issues things like well, that <laughs> I was I was just saying to Brian like we used to put people with mental institutes yeah. like immediately when they displayed like any, any sort of like hysteria or yeah like yeah. even um you know like autism or even the down syndrome like things that, that were just like we just are normal they're a variation of normal you know yeah. now at least yeah. you know how we see them but um to now like let's let's dissect shame and let's yeah. see where it, it's yeah. come so far and to look at it like an energy frequency as opposed True. to this uh piece of you that you carry inside you Mm -hmm. so popping it out of you take it out have a look at it pretend Mm -hmm. it's this thing but it's an energy frequency Mm -hmm. um, that gets passed around and has been passed around the planet for generations many generations yeah Um, so as we evolve is as humans we're starting to see things more that way so talking energy is more 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 understood well, when i was a kid if no. you said energy you thought gasoline what are you talking about? electricity yeah, yeah electricity yeah i was um i was thinking too like i wonder if because like we're already perfect right like uh, you're already healed you already know everything you need you're perfect we really are it's all like all the filters it's and just the curtains you yeah. carry over yourself the other day i was having a, another realization where i was like wow i think i still like yeah, I don't have as much body shame issue. There's certain things, but I still care a lot about what people think about me. Like in some way, there's still something mm-hmm. there. And then I just heard in my head, you could just let that go. Yeah, you like can. you could just. You, you know like, it's there. I know it's there. I could just stop doing that. Yeah. You know, when I find myself doing it, I could just be like, oh, how about I just don't care? Yeah. Like, why don't I just just. Yeah, like, let it go. It's that, you don't have to do that anymore. That unconscious programming that you've been taught right and from day one. And then I listen one, to. And you listen to, yeah. you run with it, and then catching yourself. Yeah, going wait. Sometimes you catch yourself sooner, sometimes later. Yeah. Just, yeah, I get it. What if I could just poof? Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't okay. have to care anymore. Maybe I don't have to care. Maybe I, you know, and especially like I found going into that motherhood, there's been like this whole other layer of like yeah. how you need to be or how you're supposed to be seen or what you're supposed to do. And, yeah. you know, how your baby sleeps is like, you know, everybody's got a, a, an opinion or like a way that they're supposed to be. And it's like, I found myself like not wanting to, to tell somebody something because I'm scared they're going to say, you know, and it's like, God, I'm, I'm, I can just not. I could just say whatever I want and be the mother that I want to be without giving a shit about what other people's opinions are. We've been taught to tell people things as opposed True. to ask questions. Yeah. So when we're scared to talk to somebody yeah. um, or share a story with them, it's because we know they're going to say something and they're not going to ask a question. True. True. We probably pick up on that. There's yeah. probably not a safe place to say it, but yeah, yeah it, uh, it definitely, yeah, I'm just starting to realize how, how, how big shame is and that a lot of people's reactions, even when I don't understand them, like, yeah, it just seems like shame is at the basis of our societies. Like, it's driving like, the show right now yes. because people don't talk to it and find out what it wants. Oh, sure. Even in the last two years, it's all been about shame. Oh, God, right? True. That is society's, we, like, thing right now. We, um... Yeah, with the pandemic and like not getting together with your family over Christmas, mm. like the government was making you feel ashamed of yourself because you might kill grandma. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Like there's sort a of lot. a lot of propaganda there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just, but it wouldn't have taken as hold if we didn't, if carry, we so didn't carry so much of yeah. that shame to begin with, because yeah. that's all it takes is that one little, yeah, one little like twist of a key to really Dude. unlock it and get it going good. <laughs> and so do you think like, cause I think of, um, okay. So like the emotion or whatever defensiveness is. Mm-hmm. So, um, when you say, when somebody says something to me and I get really defensive, I'm starting to wonder like that must stem from shame. If I feel the need to be defensive about that, then that's probably because I'm carrying shame about it. Mm, or yeah, likely. Right. Because it's, defense it when you feel defensive you feel attacked yeah so you feel a judgment coming at you mm-hmm. and shame or these other emotions or like they anger pop what up, comes up right yeah. like they pop up to protect you because all of a sudden your body goes oh, i'm unsafe yeah i'm not safe but are you safe like Probably. can somebody say something to you and know that it doesn't hurt you mm-hmm. or know that it can inflict a pain to you mm-hmm. <clears throat> And <clears throat> I need to add that part out. Um, the um, where was I going with that? There was something about like, yeah, how do you shame. feel safe walking through all that, knowing that you're protected, and that yeah. people can come at you with all kinds of emotions and words and stuff, and know that you're still centered and and perfect at your so core. So you're saying like defensiveness can also just be that I'm just not feeling safe in that moment. It doesn't necessarily exactly. have to be just shame. It could be... Shame is another form of it, right? You don't yeah. feel safe. Yeah. Because I was just thinking maybe, oh, if I'm defensive about that, maybe it's because I'm carrying something about it. But it could also just be that there's a judgment coming at me and that is alerting my system to be like, okay, I don't feel safe. It's all. I mean, con- it's probably. Connected. It's all. Uh, it's all connected. Yeah. It's all depends on how safe we feel. It's all dependent, and all I don't these think I emotions. Feel safe most of the time. Yeah, all these emotions, <laughs> these denser ones, show us where we're not safe with ourselves, oh, where we don't trust. Yeah. All comes down to trust. Man, I yeah, I yeah, I was starting to realize too the other day. Like, um, there's many people in my life that I feel you know mostly safe with. Like you know. And then I get around family and I shut every single gate down. Like I am so protective and so on guard and so ready to be attacked. And I, I'm, I'm ready to let that go because I also just want to be me around them. And I feel like sometimes I can't be because I'm on a high alert for like harm and a high alert for being attacked or, you know. What if? Yeah. What if? What if? That energy that you feel when you're around them is what they are putting out. It's that frequency and you're just matching it because you know how. Okay. So then, because I know how, because I've done it. Yeah. So maybe it's not my, my fault that I'm like that. Like, not my fault, but you know what I mean? Like, it's not something that I need to fix. It's just something I need to be aware of and let go in the moment. Yeah. So how would, how would, um, this is like a therapy situation for me. I I needed this. I was just thinking too, like, how would, if, 
if they didn't bother you anymore or you didn't have the same kind of response because I mean that is their energy field I felt sometimes, it too sometimes they're not doing anything though I swear and I'm still like on like high alert you have yeah I think because I've had to protect myself so much yeah. maybe but they're I also want to just let that go because they're still on high alert though in their energy mm. field just because they're sitting still and watching tv okay doesn't mean okay. they're not already true amplified and anxiety ready is to, high like, yeah cut at the first minute go <gasps> yeah 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 <laughs> um I don't know what what would that look like if you were to to sit with them because I know they can't actually hurt me I am yeah. a whole person now I have done so much growth I am a mother now like I have voice I have opinions I have things that matter and I know that and I know that I don't have to defend myself to them because it it why defend yourself to somebody that's not going to understand it's yeah. not worth it but I find myself in that program every time um and I'm I'm lo looking to let go but maybe just the awareness of maybe that's not mine mm-hmm it's yeah. a start right yeah and then um I know for my journey with I mean my parents bless bless them because really they they did lots for me as a kid growing mm. up and but they don't have the same values as I do mm -hmm. and I can tell them <laughs> there's that tell I can tell them all kinds of stuff <laughs> yeah um and set my own example by how I'm living my life true and they don't they don't see it that way they can only see me as their child mm -hmm. and the way that you've always yeah. been or yeah. in their mind yeah. in, my, in their mind they don't and they don't want to and that's no. not their job in this life and when I'm not around them I can say that and be yeah I I I'm fine bless bless you on your journey I don't need yeah. to talk to you all the time dad but then or when you get around when I get around them it activates certain things yeah. so, so I'm interesting learning to take care of myself my energy how I feel so that when I can when I am around them I limit my time Mm -hmm. And when I am around them, I can be a, a calm-centered person. Because that's not... what I want. Um, yeah. And I when, want... when we're tired physically, mm. mentally, emotionally. Yeah, that's harder. I mean, you, we do need to have some boundaries mm -hmm. around them because there's no boundaries. That's why things <laughs> have problem. happened. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Because I feel like I want to be all of me with them. And I want to show all of me, but it's never, it's not been safe for a long time for me to be. And they couldn't see it anyway. And, and maybe it never will. Like maybe that's part of the acceptance, but I can't I have be, that craving yeah. to be fully unapologetically myself, my family, but it, I definitely am a dulled down version because yeah. it's safer. And but bless it. I have no, like, I feel yeah. like I talk so much, like, I'm like, oh, I'm so mad and resent. It's nothing. Like, I actually hold not a lot against my family because I understand the whole yeah, makeup the, of it. Yeah. But I uh, I still have to process what I went through, and that's mm -hmm. talking about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's how I process it. Yeah. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's not, we're not shaming them. Like, you're not shaming your family. I'm not shaming mine because you're just the way they are. But, Yeah. We have to get through somehow. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's how you learn. It's how yeah. you learn by mm -hmm. asking, why did this happen? And how is it here to help me? Mm -hmm. How is it here to help me see something bigger? Yeah. How is it here to help me be the best version of myself that I possibly can be? Mm -hmm. I also, too, I thought for a really long time, like, I, um, I was under this false illusion that I had healed so much, which I have. 
but I'm understanding even now, even though I've said these words, you can say words and you can understand concepts, but then you understand them on a whole new level and it's just more, more extreme, but how much a lot of these problems or these like things that I think I've healed, um, there's just another layer. Like there truly is just, I'm starting to see a deeper and deeper level of all these things that I touched on through the past two years that I was like, oh, look, I've healed that. And look, I've healed this. And now we're coming back to it. And um, it's so much deeper than I could have ever imagined. And it's so much uh, more like intense. And I wasn't ready back then, obviously. I just needed mm -hmm. to scratch the surface. You were only service. in grade one back then. <laughs> yeah. You're now yeah. working on your university or high school degree. There's still yes. master's programs Absolute. to take. Yeah. It's all about the journey. The more we work through it, the more Don't we Don't let uncover. your mind tell you there's a destination. No. Because there's really not. No. And I've even said this on podcasts before. There's no destination. It's like, but then I still didn't really well, we, fully know that. We're, we... <laughs> we are in 3D physical form. That's the only way we know how to process it. True. We are expanding our awareness by asking questions. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Shame and guilt. They're a tricky one. Shame is, is, is a lot. Mm -hmm. A lot wrapped up in there. Mm -hmm. And figuring out what it means for you. Mm -hmm. um, and where it shows up in your life. Yeah. And then like you said, exploring... Uh, it as if it's not even yours yeah. sort of hold it outside and ask yeah. it a question yeah. and then just see what it says like don't yeah. even judge whatever comes out just just ask it and see what it says that's such a simple thing to do too in yeah. the moment even with every emotion yeah. what are you trying to show me yeah. what's really going on why yeah. am i so angry right now <laughs> what is it why do i want to smack my kid or why do i want to do this yeah. question uh yeah all right. Well, that feels pretty good for me. You? Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, this was awesome. I know. I, I, oh, man. I always love my Janet episodes. Um, but, yeah, I guess we'll see you again when we when it, when another yeah, topic we'll, comes up. We'll figure something else out. Yeah, yeah we will. Um, and, yeah, I was going to ask you guys, too, um, all our listeners, um, if you have a second, um, if you want to give the podcast a rating, because that actually helps us so much to be seen more, um, for other people to find this medicine, for other people to find the words that, that, that we're saying or the guests that I have on, um, this is medicine for somebody and, you know, a, a little rating here and there helps so much get that message out. So. Yeah. What's the phrase? Like, share. Like, comment, and share. <laughs> like, comment, and share. The, I feel like... The new age of technology and social media. Like, comment, and share. It's funny. <laughs> I even feel, like, shame for asking, but I'm not even doing it for, like, a popularity thing. I just think that this, there's medicine here. If you like it, And comment. if you like it, if let don't. us know. Yeah. And, um, yeah, on Spotify, give it a rating. And, yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Janet. We'll see you next week.